Inside every one of us, deep in the soul, are the dreams we have for ourselves. Dreams of what might be, of what we might become, and how we might change the world by changing ourselves. You can achieve whatever you can dream. All it takes is a plan and the right teacher. Welcome to Success Left a Clue, the inspiring podcast from Robert Raymond Riopel, who has traveled the world for over 15 years, unlocking the dreams we all have. And now, here's Robert. Welcome, everybody. This is Robert Raymond Realpel, and success left a clue. This is episode number 11, and again, I am jazzed to be doing the next episode. Inspiration, as we talked about last episode, in, in episode 10, when inspiration hits, you just got to go, go, go. You got to do it. So here I am. I actually technically just finished recording episode number 10. And what am I doing? I'm already doing episode number 11 because inspiration is just flowing. And I'm like, I got to get this down. If I don't do it now, I'm going to lose the excitement. I'm going to lose the fun. And it's just not going to be what it's meant to be. So let's jump right into episode number 11. Episode number 11 is going to be like episode number 10 and a couple other episodes that we've done in this series so far. There's going to be a song that I'm going to play in a moment that is going to be the song that is the theme for this episode. Now, this one's a little bit different because I'm going to make you think a little bit of why am I playing this song before I actually get into the lesson and tell you the meaning behind it. So let's dive right in. Let's not waste any more time. Here is a song. Give it a listen. So now if those of you who don't remember, or maybe you don't know that song, that is by the Rolling Stones, Start Me Up. And, <laughs> you know, the Rolling Stones have been around a long time. And here I go dating myself again. You know, even though they were started a little bit before, before my time of listening to music, this is an iconic song in a lot of different ways. And one of the ways may be something that maybe some of you are too young to even remember the significance of it. And so let's get into that lesson of why did I choose this song for the theme for today? Well, the reason I played that song is because of something that happened back in 1995 that changed and impacted this planet and the way people look at things. And so that was the song that was actually used to actually launch the first major software from a little company that people didn't know was a software company. See, back in 1995, the big name was IBM for computers and software, stuff like that. And there was a little company, even though they weren't really little, they just were unknown at the time by the name of Microsoft. You recognize that name? Of course you do. And Microsoft and Bill Gates was getting ready to launch 
their new iconic Windows 95. And they're trying to remember, or think, sorry, not remember, trying to think, how do we launch this? And they, because of the start button on there, they wanted to use a song that kind of meant something to that. And so they thought of the Rolling Stones and they thought of Mick Jagger and they went, start me up. And so if you go back and I'm going to encourage you to actually Google and look back for the original commercials from that. Back in the time, it was reported that Microsoft actually paid the Rolling Stones anywhere from 10 to $14 million to be able to use that song, the rights to that song, for launching Windows 95. Years later, when it was kind of more reports came out and they are actually able to get an insider to say, you know, the guy who actually hired the Rolling Stones, what did you actually pay? It came out to a lot less than that. It was $3 million. <laughs> but really, $3 million for a song to use it to launch a program, launch a product. And boy, did it ever launch. Microsoft put a lot of money behind that launch and it got them to be starting to be known as a software company and make them what they are today. And so one of the interesting things, though, is you might be asking yourself, what does this have to do with success left a clue? Well, a number of different things. Absolutely. Think about this. Microsoft was willing to go after what they wanted. They wanted an iconic song to be able to launch their product. One that was in alignment that kind of said what they were doing. And so that song was Start Me Up. So they went after it and they were willing to pay millions to do it. And because of their willingness to go for what they want, that launched them to the billions and billions and billions of dollars that they are today. So that's one lesson. The second lesson, though, is that, you know, they actually, not only did they go for what they want, but they were actually willing to really identify that they had a position in the market where they are unknown that had to be changed. Until Windows 95, most people thought of IBM. They didn't think of Microsoft as a software company. So some, how many times in your life do you not make change? And just what we talked about in episode number 10, you know, man in the mirror, being willing to look at the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror. And if you want to make change, you got to be willing to see what's going on in your life. There's areas that are working, areas that are not. Well, Microsoft said we're not known enough. We're willing to look at that. And instead of ignore it, let's do something about it. And they did. Now, look at all the upgrades and updates to Windows 95. Windows 95, I think the next big launch was Windows 98. And then all of a sudden, Windows XP and blah, 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 blah. I don't even know all of them. But one of the things that's very, very interesting to me is that most people, if I was to ask them, are you using Windows 95 today? They laugh. They laugh at me. And it, they find it funny. And I'd say, well, why? Why is it you're not using Windows 95? And they're saying, are you kidding? Windows 95 is so outdated. Some of the people listening to this podcast weren't even born in 1995. And so they're going, why would you use an outdated software? And it's true. Why would you? Like most computers today wouldn't even recognize the Windows 95 operating system. If you could find a computer old enough, if you could find a computer that was going to run it, 
You couldn't run any of the programs today that are written today. They would not even think of being, Windows 95 couldn't even process that software from today. If you could find a software that would even run on Windows 95 anymore, on a computer, a couple things are going to happen. One, it's going to run really, 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 really slow. It's going to be like almost those, the days of my first time on the internet was back in the early 90s. And I remember having to plug my computer into the wall socket, into the telephone line. And I had the whole 14.4 for internet. And again, some of you don't even know what the heck that means, 14.4. Well, let's put it into context. If I want to download a picture and look at a picture, today they're instant pop-up. Look at Facebook. Look at how quickly pictures come. No, not on a 14.4. A 14.4, I could start a picture downloading, and I'd walk away from the computer. I'd come back in about half an hour, and hopefully the picture was finished downloading by then. On my computer screen, you'd watch it go line by line. Literally, I'm not kidding. Line by line is how that picture would load. That picture would load line by line onto your screen. It would take half an hour or longer, depending on the quality of the picture. That was 14.4. And so using computers back then to try and do anything was really, really slow. So meaning, if you could find a program today that would run on a Windows 95, it would be ancient. It would be, by today's standards, archaic. It would be like you would have to be an archaeologist going and digging under the pyramids in Egypt to find the software that would actually, and dust it off, try to get it to work, try to configure, try to figure it out. If it did work, it would be slow. If you could find a software to run on Windows 95, another thing that you would notice that would be happening is not only would it be really, really, really slow, but it would crash a lot. It would be constantly, all of a sudden, not working, having to reboot, freezing up your system. It would be a nightmare. So people aren't even going to think of running anything but the most latest, up-to-date software today. Because that's the way we're programmed. Look at the apps on your phone. On your apps, all of a sudden your app store says, you know what, you've got some updates. If you're like me, you instantly go and update. You you can, you don't want to run an out-of-date system. And how quickly are things updating? Like that. Like that. Like that. There's another update. There's another one. There's another one. That's how quickly the world and the universe is working today. So let me ask you a question. You may be saying to yourself, so Robert, what the heck does this have to do? Of course we're not using 95. So what's the lesson here? What's the success clue? Well, here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, every single one of us, our body is our hardware. Our mind and our programming is our software. And people wonder why they're having trouble getting success, why they don't have more happiness in their life, why they're not in the position they'd like to be. And the reason is, is most of your programming is based on what you learned, experienced, and saw as a child. And it's never been updated. Meaning, ladies and gentlemen, 
the reason maybe why you're not where you want to be is because you're still running an internal program that is the equivalent of running Windows 95 on your computer. And here's what I find interesting. Most people wouldn't even conceive running Windows 95 or going without the latest update in their hardware of a computer. But they don't even give a second thought of why they should update their software in the hardware of their body, your internal software, your internal programming. And of course, because we haven't, because most people are still running the Windows 95 equivalent in their software, the reason they're having success or not having success is because of that. And they wonder why it's coming really, really, really slow. They're wondering why if they start to get some success, they crash. Their life freezes up. They get overwhelmed. They can't move forward. And they end up rebooting the system. Going bankrupt. Getting divorced. Losing friends. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it comes down to your Windows 95. And when... Are you going to be willing to update that? See, that's the question I put across to you. The moment you treat your internal programming like your software on your computer, that's when your life changes. This is why learning is critical. This is why making sure you're keeping up to date. This is why you read. This is why you find mentors. You find someone to model from. This is why you go to trainings. This is why you listen to podcasts. This is why you mastermind. This is how you upgrade consistently. New upgrade. Oh, you know what? You do five days in a mastermind with people you know. Upgrade. You go to a new training over a weekend so that you can learn something new. Upgrade. You listen to another podcast. Upgrade. Do you get the point? That's what we're talking about. That's the lesson I want you to get from this episode. Is that the moment you put the focus on upgrading your internal software, that's the moment when your success will come quicker because you run smoother. That's when all of a sudden now you don't jam up anymore. Because when you defrag your system, you work on clearing that negative stuff. You defrag your computer. You clean out the filing cabinets. If you remember what a filing cabinet is, this is why you've always done that. So that's why you need to do it and want to do it with your internal programming. So today's lesson is let's start me up. Start me up means identify that you're at Windows 95 and let's move forward. Let's get to the latest, greatest, newest update in the software today that you can be. If you're at version 1.2 of yourself, let's get to version 9.3 of yourself. And then move to 9.4, 9.5, 9.6. That consistent on going upgrading of your software so that you can truly be the person that can not only create the happiness, health, wealth, relationships in your life, but you're able to maintain them. And then you're able to grow them. That's the key. So I'm going to wrap up this episode for Success Left a Clue. This is Robert Raymond Realpel. I want to invite you to go www.successleftaclue.com for the audio or for the transcripts. You can download the transcript if you like to read and study these things. I encourage you to do that. You guys are awesome. Look forward to the next episode. 
episode number 12 is going to be an interview. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be amazing. And I can't wait to have you on that episode. Have a great day. Always live with passion. Leave us a review on iTunes. And we'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to Success Left a Clue with Robert Raymond Riopel, author of the soon-to-be-released book, Success Left a Clue. We hope today's inspiring message brings you closer to your dreams. To access program notes and helpful links, visit successleftaclue.com. Turn your dreams into reality. Please join us again for the next episode of Success Left a Clue.